What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 55 of Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast. Remember, if you like Xbox and games in general, make sure to join us live every Thursday here on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post every Friday morning on your favorite podcast service. If you could, please head over whatever service you're on, follow us over there, head over to Apple, drop us a rating or review. It really does help us out. And if you leave us a five-star review, I will read it live here on the show. I'm your host, Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and this week I have two of the three usuals, Garrett and Amon. How are you two doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, too. Thank you. Well, that is good to hear, Uh, but this week, instead of Tom, we have a very special guest. He is one of the hosts of the Three Dads podcast and co-host of Assemble XP, alongside with previous guests, Matt from a.k.a assemble uh this week we welcome court lalon uh to the show court how you doing i'm good i'm good look you didn't butcher it i didn't butcher it i got it right good good job good job (laughs) how you doing man i'm all right i'm all right like i was telling you before i just had uh, the family dinner my my daughter's been home uh sick this week Um, oh it is not covid is is it no no we we got the test uh so we have been um, shut down longer than most out here in Ontario. Um, we've only been open for a couple months now. Um, mm. She's got no COVID, but she's still got a cough. So technically, she still can't go to school. Uh, they, they, she doesn't have COVID. That's she, good. But she still can't go to school. Yeah. My brother's yeah. a teacher. He tells me all about the the weird regulations they got going on, uh, even here in the U.S. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's different yeah, having well, my child home again. But anyways, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I, I thought that you guys can relate. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no kids here yet. Uh, and Aman, he's a he's a kid himself. We like to say, uh, so <laughs> lucky but, guy. Uh, before we get into the show, Court, I want you to give everyone a rundown of who you are, your shows, what you got going on over there. Give me the elevator pitch. Plug yourself because I want to highlight you for a little bit. I appreciate that. So, um, I uh, I've been doing almost a year now. I've been in this industry we'll call it um previously i was doing a a hockey podcast i'm a huge boston bruins fan i was doing that for years and just uh lost the i guess the itch uh and uh someone that i knew in the boston bruins community his name is um who i do who's my co-host on three dads was like let's do a podcast about video games but do it from a parent's perspective and keep people up to date on maybe they're not always kept up to the the latest things and they're not like going on the IGNs or going on uh, venture beat or looking at anything like that. So, and then we also talk about kids games. Like I just reviewed Peppa Pig. Um, we try and keep it family friendly. We also don't swear on it. And so that you can always listen to it in your car. Um, mm-hmm. I was a huge kind of funny fan, but even me lately, I have a hard time listening to the car because my kid's always in the car. Yeah, and they like to drop f bombs a lot. I I have no problem with the word, but I can't listen to it around my kids. So I've been actually changing my podcast listening based on my child, which is mm-hmm. one of the reasons we started Three Dads. And I do it with another um, person named Waba Plays. Uh, he's a Twitch streamer. Uh, he streams NHL. And then uh, we had Mr. Matt Midwood on the show, and uh, him and I became fast friends. And uh, he literally sent me a video message one day and asked me if I want to do an Xbox podcast and we've been doing it ever since and I'm having so much fun it's uh it's funny he's off this week uh with his family on a vacation and we haven't been creating this week even though videos been dropping we we actually pre-recorded them all 
And uh, it's been weird because I've been talking to him more than I talked to besides my wife. I talked to Matt more than anybody else I know. So it's been weird not having him around. But uh, you can always find me on Twitter. Um, I'm there a lot chatting up. I'll chat sports. I'll chat life. I'll chat video games just, uh, at Court Lalonde. That's that's the pitch. I think I think I got no. Oh, and my if you see my gamer score on achievements, please be nice because I <laughs> I had I switched back to Xbox after the PS4. I was okay. Xbox 360, Xbox original, Xbox 360, and then I went to PS4. And then my original Xbox account, because I'm ancient and old, was hooked up to a Hotmail account. Mm. Hotmail doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So I couldn't access the account called Microsoft. They're like, there's nothing we can do. Like they, they tried that. to figure it out and they couldn't. Um, they tried to unlock it, even though I had my I even though I migrated my hotmail to my Gmail, it still wouldn't work. So I had to start all over again. Ooh. Yeah. That's rough. That'd be sad. That'd be a yeah. sad day. I, I say lost that, I lost there. Yeah, I say that to my uh buddy who has a habit of uh requesting game refunds uh and getting them. He has gotten multiple refunds. For games that he has played and enjoyed um but oh, at this point an art yeah at this point he's just like he just 100 percented avengers and it was like i'm just gonna ask for a refund just to see because they've approved everything else like he's at the point where it's like a joke uh and i was like what happens if they get sick of you and like ban your account you're gonna be like sad when you lose everything so but that was my point i certainly would feel upset if i like logged in one day and just couldn't get all my stuff be like all my games my gamer score lots of memories there so well yeah i had i had so many full like i had rainbow six vegas too like i put hours into that game to to, to get all the achievements in that and i i can still go up on true achievements and pull it up and i can see it i can look at it and be like it's there it, it mm -hmm. exists but i can't uh I can't migrate it over. I, I've talked to Microsoft. I've even talked to contacts at Microsoft Canada, and they're like, "I don't think we can help you." I'm Ooh, like, oh, that sucks. Sad. But that must—he must be doing it at Microsoft because I know PlayStation has that rule. Like they don't care. Oh yeah, yeah it's no, a he... one shot. You get you get whatever refund you want, and you get it once. Mm -hmm. And I know that they had a huge problem with Cyberpunk with that because there was people that did like myself. I had Stick of Truth pre-order, and when they canceled it, I didn't even have the game yet. And I wanted a refund. And the rigmarole that I had to go through with Sony on that was ridiculous. But Xbox, yeah. I just recently did it with Far Cry 6. I had a pre-order of it. And then I was lucky enough to get a code sent to me. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't played it yet. And I messaged Xbox. I sent it. To, and they refunded within sec. No questions asked. Like yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. They do, they'll do it for, for lots of stuff. Um, a Tales of Arise DLC, he got a refund for it. was $17 and he beat it in 37 seconds or something. Like the button, it was, it was like a fight. It was a crossover sort of online. And so he just put in a refund and then seconds later. Yeah. I, th I think from what I was reading, it has to be either, um, you've, I think you've had to have played it or popped a certain amount of achievements. Mm. I think that's what I read. Like I would think if you popped an achievement, they wouldn't give you a refund. But if he's playing a DLC and he's finished no, he's, it, then he's he definitely, definitely got, got the, he's definitely honestly I think your, it's your friend's lucky. Don't ever yeah, say yeah, his yeah. name out loud because he's no, definitely get burned hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mind you, what he's doing is absolutely terrible to the developers. But hey, <laughs> um, to each their own. Uh, well, it's uh, it's happened a few times. I'm not not every game, obviously, but uh, it's 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 a few times that we laugh about it, and it's become a. To be fair, he has spent about two grand on rock band songs, so we like to say that they see his account and be like, "All right, this man's putting his money. We'll throw him the fifteen dollars bag." But sure, 
we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll move past that not to get him in trouble <laughs> um before we get into the show more uh you said you started with the og xbox so that was your your first xbox my very first xbox was the the og duke controller xbox i got it from best buy it was actually the very first console i ever purchased with my own money wow. so i i am i am an old soul i i literally just turned 42 the other day i got the nes was my very first console my dad bought it uh, mm -hmm. he bought it in the u.s and living in canada we couldn't uh it wasn't here yet so i was like the first kid on the street to get the nes so like i had the duck hunt gun it was gray and when most people got in canada got finally got the nes it was a it was an orange duck hunt gun so i had the nes then i went to the super nintendo n64 gamecube then i when i first graduated uh university college i went and bought myself my my gift to myself was the og xbox and i bought nhl and halo that was the first two games well halo came with it and i bought nhl that was my literally my next question was like what was the first ever xbox game you played and, and you the, were right there good yeah, choices the, yeah the very first game i played was definitely nhl but then that's when a buddy of mine it was the first time i had to buy an extra controller because i was always a single player game guy that's pretty much how it works mm -hmm. but i had to buy an extra controller because we were playing halo and you can play split split squad and i didn't have another duke so we had to go out and get another big it was just so darn big that thing man <laughs> oh i love them i yeah. love them i miss them i mean the new controller is obviously the the best controller ever in my opinion like form factor but i i did like me a duke back in the day Oh, I'll, I'll still be honest. PS5's got the best controller right now. Ooh, but it's true. I do like but it. But it's, it's a, fantastic. But it's good. I don't. My my Xbox controller, I really like. I really like the Aqua Shift one. The grips feel more grippier. Um, I don't know what it is. It mm. just feels different because I have the Volt, the Shift, and then I got the Robot and the 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 Black. But I had an Elite Series Two, and I returned it twice. Ooh, did I'm never great. buying another. It just button stick on one yeah uh, and then another button another um trigger stick on the other like it wasn't responding like you can go into the settings to see in your accessories and it wasn't responding and i'm like you know what you're two for two and walmart was great in canada like everybody was telling me oh you can't return them and i was like i went back that day and they had no problem yeah i've never heard you can't return controllers but i have heard multiple issues of people having with really seriously uh, yeah i'm, I'm okay. gonna be um not shocked when people get those halo ones and people are complaining and i'm like oh i feel bad because it's so expensive out here in canada yep. that thing is like 250 bucks with tax like it's, it's hefty it's a lot that's a lot for a controller but we got a show to do uh everyone make sure to go follow court on all his social media check out his podcast his channels they're great you'll love them uh but as we do each and every week here on Project X Talk, we're going to start by going around the room and asking one simple question. And that question is, what's your plan? So I'm going to get the other guys involved now. Aman, you were pretty excited. What's your plan? All right. So I've been playing quite a lot this week. Um, I finally picked up Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. I was looking to buy this game like ever since it was announced. So yeah, um, great game. Probably one of the best games I've played this year. I loved the art style. It was calm, serene, gave like it had a spiritual vibe to it, which I appreciated. And yeah, it was a fun game. Not my game of the year. That title still belongs to Back for Blood. But yeah, uh, it'll probably be my PlayStation game of the year. Um, 
Uh, what else did I play? Yeah, I also beat Resident Evil Village. Um, I thought that was a great game. A lot of people are saying RE7 was a lot better than this game. Uh, I, I have to disagree. I thought uh, we got more character development from Ethan Winters in this game particularly. Um, the villains were a lot more interesting. And yeah, um, the only thing I probably didn't like about this game was the ending. Um, wasn't the biggest fan of it, but yeah, oh, the overall the game was uh, it was a fun experience, you could say. I think my brother shares that opinion that eight is better than seven. I think he said uh, eight is one of his favorites. Um, oh yeah, eight is probably one of my favorites in the series. It's a. Good I'm game. glad. I'm glad you liked Kana Bridge of Spirits. Uh, that is the appropriate pronunciation. But did you did you beat it? Did you beat the game? Yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. It's not that long. It's it's like yeah, it's like ten, 10 hours ish. Like, yeah. But if you want the platinum, you got to do it the legit way. Unlike <laughs> me and uh, Mr. Badbit over here getting our uh, glitched platinum trophy. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. Good. I, I, that game is just. I'm, I just love the art stuff. It's, it's really nice. It's really yeah, cute it's and calm. Yeah, love the atmosphere. Chris. That's good. Garrett, what you been playing, my guy? Um, I actually haven't been playing too much this week. Uh, really, I know, right? I'm usually the one who's like, I've done 10 hours here, five hours here, four hours here. But uh, no, I just, uh, I'm just about done my 500 turn Civ 6 playthrough. That game takes forever. Jesus. Wow. That you thing's really lifestyle. Well, no, because like you only put this like an like hour or two in it at a time. Yeah. Have you ever played that game all the way through? Yes, I agree. Civilization, like, it got me through my college years. I used to play that game during lectures. That's You've it. been to college? He's still in college. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, like, I still am. And I still am. I remember, yeah. like, I, I Civ 3 was like my, oh, that was my jam way back in the day. And then uh, I played Iron Harvest, that, like, RTS that's not quite an RTS. It's very tactical. Okay. Like... I don't know how to uh, explain it. My roommate looked over and said, "Like, oh, it was a larger scale XCOM, whatever that means." Okay, but uh, I, I'm trying to picture it in my brain. I think I have the box art in my head, like the little image, but I can't picture yeah. what the actual game is. Uh, the aesthetic would be like uh, steampunk Titanfall. Interesting. Yeah, it's like set in like World War One era, but instead of inventing tanks they invented mechs okay. okay all right yeah yeah and then like you have like little art or you get like 12 different units and you could like hide them around in buildings and things and you get like larger mechs later in the game and whatnot then you could just get these giant walkers that just walk through everything and you sort of get like this uh ha star wars hoff feel going on in the end game it's pretty cool but uh other than that that's about it for this week Cool, cool. I'm glad. Is that uh, is Iron Harvest on Game Pass? No, no, it's oh. not. I'm usually a Game Pass heavy guy, but not this week. That's but I, was what I was asking. asking. Uh, Court, what you been playing? We come to you. So literally today, I played a little bit of Far Cry Six. I'm about thirty hours in. I think I'm like fifty percent through the campaign. Wow. I'm. Uh, we we did like a we did a review impressions on uh, Assemble XP. I'm I'm I want to finish the game, but it's there's so much like i want to do everything i don't want to just play all the story beats i want to just clear off the map that's how i play my ub games uh, i'm also playing a little nhl 22 the game is 
the best since NHL 15. It's just so good. I, I haven't been that this much into an NHL hockey game in a really long time. And I am playing Echo Generations, uh, Toronto Studio. Indie Studio made it. It's phenomenal. It's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's a, a great, great game. It's it's a retro. Um, it's got a lot of memories for me. There's even a, there's like mini consoles in the uh, the kids' room. There's a Game Boy in there and such. But uh, I recommend it to anybody playing. It's it's a great game. That's it's turn-based. Game. It's turn-based fighting, too. Nice. Uh, that's the game with like the voxel art style, right? Like yep. the, uh, Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Haven't checked it out yet, though. I yeah, it's like on Game Pass. Yeah, and it's free. Come on, it's Game Pass. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pump those Game Pass games. Oh, we pump them all right. Don't worry. We got a whole series dedicated to Game Pass. Uh, well, that's awesome. Uh, given uh, Far Cry, uh, everyone knows I don't like Ubisoft games. That's all right. Do you? One of the common criticisms I've heard is that it's the same as like previous far cry games so here's what i'll, I'll say everybody's going to play what they like to play um to come out of the gate and criticize a game for being the same game that still sells a ton is kind of hilarious to me but that's just <laughs> my opinion i'm always just like when they're like oh it's another ubisoft game I'm like then don't go buy it like uh, like why why don't you whine or go take a box of tissues and go sit in the corner like i i don't every game speaks to everybody like i don't like bloodborne and souls games but i i'm not gonna go out of my way to say they're terrible i just don't like them because they kick the living daylights out of me and i played super nintendo back in the day i don't need to get beat up all over again i finished aladdin and lion king that's a hard game (laughs) like you bloodborne it's a very hard game it's great art style but i just don't have time for that so Mm -hmm. for me i can pop into a, a ubisoft game and just play it and i like the open world single player I don't have, like, I played a little bit of Black for Blood. It was good, but I don't have time to go online. I've got, my kid goes to bed at, like, 7.30. I've got, like, maybe two hours before I got to go to bed because my daughter gets up at 6 o'clock in the morning, so I can go into a UB game and just plow through it. It is definitely, definitely another Far Cry, but I do like that your your character, Danny, is more of a character than ever in a Far Cry game. Usually the villain and the, the environment is your character, Mm-hmm. This is the first Far Cry where they took your main character, Danny, I feel, and they made him or her an actual a set piece in the game. Like you, when you go into the villages, you actually see them walking around. It's not always first person view. When you're in the cutscenes, your your character does stuff. There's 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 growth from your character. So um I like that part. Um and it's just fun blowing stuff up. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. You get you get certain part in this game and you're all of a sudden you got super duper sniper and you got all these things and you can go through and mow everybody down mm-hmm. it's fun and they they allow you a huge map they allow you to use a helicopter and go where you got to get rid of these anti-aircraft guns which once again is literally just clicking things off on a map you're turning red to blue it's literally what you're doing i get it so i understand that it's not for everybody but at for as someone who's put over 300 hours into division two I kind of like Ubisoft games. Wow. I don't know. They're yeah. made they're made for me. I don't know. They they check all my boxes. Mind you, I wasn't a big fan of Valhalla this year, but mm-hmm. last year, sorry. Jesus. Neither was my brother. He loves Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, that game was just 90 hours. Like oof. Yeah, he Too dropped much. it. I don't think he went back for any of the DLCs. Yeah, I, I purchased them, haven't played them. Yeah. I was it, too much. Like, and Far Cry hasn't got there yet. Um, but I have got to a point where I am now. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to main the story for a little bit and because I've just, I've gone off the beaten path. Mind you, there's these cool treasure hunts throughout the game to get these awesome weapons. So they do have some rewards. If you go off the beaten path to go get things, you get some cool looking guns. There's a, uh, 
a gun that's you've seen it in the trailer and it's a cd player and it plays the macarena and you can shoot a cd and kill people to the song the macarena so oh that's pretty that funny cool. yeah gary are you still oh, playing that yeah didn't you pick up far cry every now and then i'll like load into it and run around to my next outpost with a nail gun <laughs> i love the nail gun in that game such yeah. a beautiful little thing there's, there's, there's but, uh, idiosyncrasies about all Far Cry games, but they're always fun. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just wish that there was a mechanic where they could take back the outposts. So, so if you finish the game, push. if you finish the game, they can take it back. Now, I understand based on how long it's been me playing the story, why they didn't do it during the story. So, like, I agree with you. If the game was shorter, like, I think they should have done it in, like, Far Cry 3 and those games where the outpost could be taken back over. Yeah. But if they did it in this game, trust like, me. I think New Dawn, they should have experimented with it the most, actually. Well, like, that you know sort what? of seemed like it was made for it. I 100% agree. And maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll do, like, we know we're getting a Blood Dragon, uh, which I'm excited for. That was one of my favorite DLCs of all time, of any game. Like, just I don't wow. know. I think they're going to do a zombie spinoff this time. Well, we'll see. I, 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 we got the machete thing coming, so we'll see. But they could do. They always do another game, right? We've had Primal, yeah. we've had New Dawn, so they maybe might do your. Um, I totally team, think Team that, Fortress idea. Yeah, Team Fortress Zombie. Oh, maybe. Think maybe about it. it'd be they different. Cancer plants. It'll be like the same lineup. Yeah, as with the, the red. Legend. That makes sense because you already got the guys walking around with those right? hazmat suits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, can I'm easily getting... reskin them to flamethrowers. Done. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get you guys in a room. You guys can talk about some Far Cry. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up our, our segment here with what I've been playing. Before, 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 you, before you go, I forgot to mention one game I've been playing. I just got it this morning. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This game is actually <laughs> great. This game is great. I'm loving it so far. Um, I, I, I went in with absolutely zero expectations, but you know, it's a Marvel game, so I had to pick it up. Um, but yeah, this game has blown me away. It is pretty good. The only thing, the, my only complaint so far would be that why the hell can't we pay, play as the rest of the crew? That's probably my only complaint. But yeah, I'm loving the game so far. I've only put in about like two hours, but goddamn, it's a good game. I don't know anyone else. I know Luke yeah, Moore played it like this. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely waiting for that to go on sale. Yeah. Regardless, it's a single player linear campaign. And I'm, I'm like, I'm still trying to finish Far Cry. I got Forza coming out literally a week. And then I've got the game coming out in December. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to go wait till like Game Awards and I can get that game for 25 bucks. Because out here in Canada, um, games are $90. Yeah. Like, that's right. Hey, I'm, no. I'm in the UK. It's like 60 pounds here. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, you, you, you feel me. Like, it's like, yeah, every now and then I'm like, mm, single player See, linear. I'm definitely going to wait for you go on sale. Yeah, it's like $60 in the UK. Instead of making it like 45 pounds, they just change it to 60 pounds. So, yeah, I was, I'm as someone who can see the prices in the US when the, the Xbox didn't do it. So, Xbox was $4.99 in Canada and $4.99 in the US. They, they did mm -hmm. the, or $5.99, they did the conversions. PlayStation mm -hmm. decided to be $6.29, like a bunch of. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Sony man, Sony's this gen. That's why I switched to Xbox. As a parent, I'm like, you don't respect my wallet, so you're out. It's a, it's a fair statement. That that's, a, that's a fair Game Pass value cannot be understated. Unbelievable. Xbox Series S is probably the best next gen console by far for the value for everything you get from it. That thing Definitely. is a rock star. 
It's a rock star. Like, did you see Digital Foundry's findings about uh, Forza? Like, oh my God, the S. They compared the S and the X, and they were like, you can barely tell the difference between that's the great. X and the S. That's crazy. Yeah. The difference in, in power, that's that's phenomenal for, for Series S owners. Um, I mean, well, I don't know how the sales breaks down between, you know, how oh, many people X are is killing series. it. But, that's what I thought. But in the Asian market, so where, they, oh, yeah. where they're trying to sell, the S is killing it right now. So, like, mm -hmm. I was able to go to my local um, shopper's drug mart, and I, that's where I picked up the S. I wasn't going to buy one, and I was literally in the checkout line, and I had behind the girl on the counter. I'm like, I'll take it. I just saw one at Walmart the other day. I have seen Series X in the wild at Best Buy. Ooh, I, I haven't. I have seen one PlayStation in the wild, but I st people are still buying more PlayStations than they're buying Xboxes. That's fine. It's it's the hype train. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, this was the first generation where I was like, I I'll miss you trophies and I'll miss my plats, but I'm like, um, I'll appreciate my wallet not being as light as it was the last time. Absolutely. Well, hopefully we get a in a, a platinum equivalent at some point. Yeah, so I know the diamond. Like, why why talk. aren't they using the diamond? Like, they they the sound effect is phenomenal when that mm -hmm. diamond hits. But just make just give us the diamond. Yeah. Like, say Maybe. that's you know what I mean. Like, just give me the diamond. Well, because Full. like the diamond changes, right? The diamond goes by. I think it's like less than you get the diamond if less than three percent of the gamers have that have Which, playing it have done it. Yes, yes, but I, I I'll give an example. I was the first, well, sorry, my daughter was the first non-developer to 100 one get a 1000 gamer score on Peppa Pig. There's no diamond throughout the whole game. So I oh. was just like this doesn't make any sense. Like I go on Troop Achievements and my daughter's the first to get it and I'm like okay, whatever. But everybody's going to get a 1000 on, so maybe they're already like okay, the odds are, but they could yeah, they could change count, it though. instead of having the diamond be that they could just pop the achievement and say rare or whatever. But when mm -hmm. you thousand it, they'll give you the the diamond. Or how about this? Every time you hit a thousand, you get a theme or something. You get something. Give me some sort of like PlayStation on the last gen did a great job, and then this gen they were like, hey, we got your money. I I, I don't understand it. Like they gave you themes and stuff like that when you finished it. They sent you an email when you finished Horizon and you platinum it or Spider Man. They're like, here's something special just for you. Like, mm -hmm. give us something. Like, give us something in the game. Like for Halo, give me some shaders. Give me some. Give me some suit suit in Halo Infinite. If I get a thousand gamer score, like, give me something cool, man. Fully agree. Especially because they used to do it. You got avatar uh, avatar items back in the day. Yeah. But we're gonna round up what you're playing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, give my short list of games. So I finished Back for Blood, and it's funny because. Uh, Mayday Bomber in the chat echoes my sentiments uh, with, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave out the first part, but it has the worst final mission of any game ever. I don't know if I'd go that far, but the final mission of Back for Blood is awful. It is genuinely not a fun experience to play through. Um, my review is going up on the channel next week, I think, but I did not enjoy my, it was frustrating. You have to fight like a giant monster in multiple uh, waves while zombies are coming at you still and it's just not a good time because you get the rng at the start with random weapons um then you get the corruption cards and then the final boss is buggy like at one point he has to open his mouth for you to shoot his weak spots and he just wouldn't open his mouth he just sat there we couldn't do anything and so we we had to play a game where we ran at him and tried to get him to chomp at us 
and then we'd whittle off like maybe one percent every every four or five minutes it was so frustrating and and then we wiped on that run so that game's not in my good books right now i think it had a lot of potential i think it squandered a lot of it um so yeah i mean i'm on i don't know you can go on with your game of the year talk but i am not echoing those sentiments in the slightest it's a fine game other than that i have been playing sly cooper 2 band of thieves Ooh, such a good oh such a good game so my playstation 5 had been sitting there for weeks not getting played um and i was like i want to play something on it but there was no i looked at the store every night and i was like there's nothing, nothing I want to buy that's new. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give PS Now a try. And I'm going to play all the Sly Cooper games because this is my first PlayStation that, I, that I've had. Like, actually, I had a, my dad had a PS2 as a, when I was a kid, but I never played on it. I was playing the Genesis and GameCube and, and all these other things. Um, but I'm like, I'm going to play through all the Sly Cooper games because I love 3D platformers. I platinum Sly 1. I am like 55% of the way through Sly 2. And I like Sly 2, but I think it's a step down from Sly 1. I know that, like, and I've looked at the Reddit for Sly Cooper, and that might be controversial because people love Sly 2 over there. Yeah, I like it. It's a good game. Yeah, I, it's a good game. I just liked the way that the structure of 1 was better. Like, you would go to a level, and then you would go through portals for, like, the seven different levels in there, and those each had bottles to collect. In this one, you, like, you have a safe house, and then you just have a free open area to kind of explore and you do like missions in that open area. And occasionally you'll like go inside a different area. So that was just the, th that was just the hotness when that game came out to do that yeah. kind of thing and how the, how it was like, um, a fake open world. Yeah. That's exactly how I described it's, it. It's literally a fake open world. But at the time when it came out, it was a revolution. It was like, Oh my God, you can do this. Right. Cause like they were trying to create open worlds without having open worlds, like, um, thieves in time, was another example like and you just have these open worlds that you would go through and do little mm -hmm. it, i i get i your your gripe is your gripe like it is what it is like i get it it makes sense yeah i'm still gonna i'm still gonna play all of them like i'm still enjoying it enough to like it's a good it's still a good game like i still love sly cooper and the fact that you can play as the other members now like i love playing as murray he's a lot of fun uh, i still like the story all the characters are just so charming in sly cooper i find but yeah, that little that little tweak kind of was like, eh, it's, it's not my favorite, but it's 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 fine. It's so, I, I always laugh about Sly Cooper because it's such a dark story. Yet it's such a yeah. it's it's supposed to be like this lighthearted thing, and I'm just like, it's such a dark. Like his parents are dead, man. Like, yeah, his parents are murdered. Nice. I know. Like it's not. It is not a night. Like it's like a it's like a Batman origin story, and it's like. Yeah, but he's a fluffy little character. He runs around like a raccoon. Oh God! All right. Yeah, he he grew up in an orphanage, and then yeah. he brought his his homies into a life of crime. And these, let me tell you, they're I know they're criminals, but like they're not really criminals. Yeah, they're ragtag. Right? They're ragtag bunch of kids. Like I, it's a bunch of it's hilarious. A bunch of good. They're they're revolutionaries, if anything, freeing the uh, the oppressed and and taking down actual criminals. But yeah, I love it. I'm going to finish the other two games. My goal is to finish them. I only got a three month, so I have until January to finish them, which I can do. They're only like eight, 10 hour games. So that's that's easy. I can knock those out. But I would love to have them done before like Halo Infinite comes out so that I can just play Halo. Because that's what really you just awesome. skip Forza. I don't play Forza. Oh, I see. So here's what I'll say. I don't play racing games either. I got a, I played started playing Forza Horizon 4. 
I don't know. I'm I'm addicted. Like, wow. It's not a racing, racing game. Like, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo lost me when it got too technical. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't care about drift. Please, please stop. Please stop <laughs> making me care about all these things that I'm not mathematically inclined. But I, I would say give the new Forza um, a, just a chance because there's stuff you can do in it. Like, they're letting – it's almost – it is an open-world game. You can go over in this, like, one section and just do the stunt tracks and do all the stunt stuff. That stuff is just mind-numbing fun that you can do for no reason. And guess what? You'll pop achievements all day long. That's that's enticing. Uh, I know um, Tom, our co-host, isn't here. He loves Forza. He's got like a racing wheel set up. He's wow. good to go. Yeah, he's he's hardcore into it. So that's awesome. He, yeah, he's certainly looking forward to Forza Horizon Five. But thirty-two minutes in, we're gonna we're gonna transition <laughs> over <laughs> to the news uh so that means it's segue time let's grab some books from the library while i tell you guys this week's stories so story number one uh on monday we got nearly a seven minute trailer regarding halo infinite's campaign this was the first look at the campaign since the infamous xbox e3 showcase over a year and a half ago we were given more story beats about what master chief is doing on zeta halo but perhaps the most interesting thing is the final confirmation that the game appears to be open world with mission objectives at certain locations and that there is an upgrade tree. Uh, so I want to go around the room and get everyone's like, what were your impressions when you watched this? And do you like the change from a more linear story to seemingly what they're doing with an open world setting? Uh, Court, I'm going to throw it to you as the guest. So first thing I thought it was Far Cry. I'm not going to lie. When I saw a map and I saw things I could check up off on the map and go to and do all these other missions, um, I want to give it a chance before I say I don't like it, um, uh, because I am used to linear. It's it would be like Uncharted, always linear. And then when they did the DLC or the game, um, it was open world, and I didn't think I would want an open world Uncharted, and I enjoyed it so. I want to try it first. I know a lot of people were dunking on it. The game looked beautiful. Um, that year off was definitely, definitely used. Um, we can tell just by playing the multiplayer. The multiplayer was phenomenal. And I'm not a multiplayer guy. Like, I don't, I didn't like Back for Blood. I It annoyed the living daylights out of me that I had to play with people. And I couldn't just play by myself. So that game was out right from the start with me. Um, that's why I like The Division. Because you can play it by yourself. I don't need other randos to play with. So... I enjoyed the multiplayer on Halo and I was playing it a ton. I want to know more about the campaign and know more about the story. I don't think we got enough. So my hope is on the 15th, we get more information. We get maybe do a walkthrough of a level to show me because just showing us what they showed us in that, I don't think we're getting the true scope mm-hmm. of what I, what a level is or what I shouldn't say a level, I guess they're planets, but what a mission would be like. I need to be walked through a mission to see and give a real um, opinion on it. Because right now they showed us the guy blowing up those two containers. And then they were like, look, we did that. I'm like, okay. And then he was (laughs) flying and he took a grapple hook and he went up. They showed a lot of cool things. They they did. Um, But I want to see more. I need more. I do. I I would echo those sentiments. Um, I, like I said, I'm not the open world guy. So I'm a little cautious like i love halo so i'm obviously going to play it and give it a fair shake 
but like is there a golden path like can i just do story missions and like ignore all the side objectives do you have to do the side objectives is there a benefit to doing them because that's like i don't want just a checklist like you said if they if i go and blow up a, an outpost and it rewards me with something great like I, i'm i'm all there for it that's fine i can i can go through that but i think that the game looks amazing definitely use that year to improve the the lighting the graphic quality uh did you see the um oh what's the the brute at the end like that uh like that looked really atriox was it oh i don't know i was talking uh, craig i was talking about craig yeah yeah oh, I, thought okay. he, I thought he was going with craig i was like no, I, was I don't know about craig, craig is like a beard now and he looks yeah. way better and they than cover his mouth yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Way better than than what they did before. But uh, Garrett, what do you what do you think of Halo's campaign overview? Um, I'll get my one negative thing out of the way first. Ooh. It seems like there's going to be a lot of tank popping in that game. Like I think we saw like three or four of those same like tanks for the outpost that you got to run up and destroy. So I was like, ooh, I hope they could at least reskin the tanks to a, a cage I can let an animal out of or something. Oh, like but, Far Cry. Uh, <laughs> well, no, just like, do you, do you think that you could just run around, pop those tanks 30 times? Well, they only showed us one thing. I'll, I, that, you're, that's you're what I'm wrong. saying. They, they only showed yeah. us one planet, right? Like they, and obviously that was the same planet we did the multiplayer from. So they didn't show yeah. us. Much. I'm just like, hoping that there's more depth on that perspective in the terms of variety. And that is literally the one negative thing that I had on it. Like, really, just I didn't want to watch it too many times because I'm trying to go into that thing with just, like, the first feelings of Halo Combat Evolved yeah. when it first came out. Yeah, like, I'm trying to, like, nod. I didn't go for any of the flights or anything so far. But uh, I saw, like, the little leveling up of your gadgets and abilities. So I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, I don't know there. Are, is it true open world or is it like going from area to area with pathways? What's the thing on that? So like, I'm still curious on that, but I don't know. I'm very excited for it. I'm going to take a guess and it's going to be a lot like destiny where it's open world, but at the same time, because that, you, yeah. that's the way it looked. And it, and that, that's not a, a slight to halo because you know, they're all yeah, kind of no, brothers and sisters all. in the world of destiny and halo. Yeah. But um, I have a funny feeling that's the type of open world. So you're still going to have your linear path that you can take. Yeah. because that's the way it is it's just not going to have it's not going to have the same mechanics as as destiny because destiny is that open world open world anybody can be in there at the same time i don't think halo is going to add that but the mm -hmm. game matt says this all the time and i agree with him the game is called halo infinite so there's infinite things that are the game they're just going to keep evolving right. off the same game right so they're going to have to have it so that they can have different story beats in that same map doing different things this is my guess it's a good way to good way to look at it. Wise words from Matt over there. I, I mean, we do know that they have like a, a very long roadmap years down the line for for Halo Infinite. So, I imagine like even the story at launch might not be. You know, if we look two years, the story could be very different in in two years time. A hundred percent. Aman, I want to go to you because I saw a tweet you made about Halo Infinite, and you for everyone that doesn't know, Aman does not like Halo. He has never enjoyed any halo he's played uh but you made a tweet what what are you thinking about the the campaign reveal there Amon? turning out as you all know i think halo is a generic ass sci-fi shooter 
Oh, at least the previous Halos were. Um, but yeah, I have to say, um, I have to get, I have to give credit where credit is due. Halo Infinite looks amazing. It looks really, really good. Um, yeah, they took the year off, and yeah, they polished the game up. Looks great. Um, what I'm in, what I was intrigued by was the grapple hook. That looks sick. Yeah, you remember does. that one shot when um, he jumps off a plane, he grapples onto it onto another one, and yeah, that looked that looks sick. Yeah, it looks amazing. Can't wait to play it. And it looks like they have boss battles. Like actual, like yeah. in the other Halo campaigns, battles, it's yes. just like shoot, 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 shoot. It mm -hmm. looks like God of War boss battles. Cause if you saw the one time Master Chief is like fighting and then he gets thrown across the screen and goes to a cutscene and then it goes back to him fighting again. So they're gonna try some like God of War has probably one of the best boss battles ever at the beginning of uh, the beginning of it when mm -hmm. he fights. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping that they're going to be giving us some of those epic boss battles, not these just like shoot, 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 shoot to the bar goes down boss battles. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I did notice that. Yeah, that was uh, the, uh, I forget their their name. It was like the new the yeah, dangerous the was, threat. Yeah. I am not uh, as I'm old. I've suffered concussions. I don't remember anything, <laughs> but I can tell you things. I know the guy with the swords and the thing with the, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. In the, in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. That new Spartan killer looks so yeah. sick. I don't know his name, but he's got like the dual wielding energy swords. That was awesome. Mm. Really, they had like hype moments throughout the trailer, especially that Banshee moment that we've talked about. And I think that really, I feel like Halo. Yes, he we're looked all, like Darth Maul. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. See, he did. <laughs> I feel like we were all, um, you know, bummed when it got delayed last year, but I can't. I'd say the hype is even higher now that Agreed. we've waited a year. Uh, and we've gotten the multiplayer flights maybe delaying it in hindsight was the best thing they could have done i think for sure like you've got to look at many many games and cyberpunk is the perfect example of a game that came out too early and battlefield's about to do the same thing we all know this game is coming out broken and there's they're still not delaying it it's just uh, that whole situation of battlefield 2042 is just hilarious the the demo was trash and it was really bad and there's no way of getting to where it needs to be I think maybe um, PlayStation has done this for years where they don't put out the game unless it's perfect. Nintendo is the best at it and any other developer. Um, or I guess Nintendo calls himself a toy company. So toy <laughs> company. But um, maybe more developers can learn from this. Like Dying Light 2 just got delayed and mm -hmm. we're, we're going to get, hopefully they needed it. Like instead of just a little tiny polish, maybe a year was exactly what they needed. It's a pandemic. Like look at Last of Us 2. I know it got panned by some people of being too long or it wasn't that good, but like I would love to see how trashy it was before it got delayed. Like, I don't know. I, I truly feel developers should, we have tons of games to play. Just delay it until it's exactly what you want. Unless it's the shareholders. Like when you have the EAs of the world that they're going to push this trash out and they're going to make people pay for a multiplayer only game, which is just hilarious when we can play Halo for free. Yeah. Battlefield's tough tough sale there. EA. Oof. Seventy dollars gets you a gets you broken game. Yeah, ninety dollars here in Canada gets you a game right. that you can only play online. That takes you five minutes before you see anybody you can shoot. Please, right. where do I sign up for that trash? Oh, well, yeah, I'm excited to see more of Halo. Um, I think we all are, but I, I think we all are kind of the same place. It looked good, but we need more. We yep. we got to see some more. I think and we get more on the fifteenth. I truly I so. think we do. I hope so. Well, we can transition away from Halo for, for the time being because we have a rumor going around, guys. Uh, and that is, could we be getting a Warner Brothers platform fighter? 
Uh, that's according to a recent rumor that was seemingly corroborated by Jeff Grubb. Warner Brothers is currently working on a new Warner Brothers crossover platform fighting game based off Smash Brothers. According to the leak, the game will be a tag team game, although there isn't clarification whether that means you pick two characters or switch between them. Characters the leaker confirms are in the game are Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, Tom and Jerry, Batman, Fred Flintstone, Mad Max, Harry Potter and Ron Weasley, and Johnny Bravo. The game will apparently be called Multiverses. We've since had a leaked uh, character select screen appear from Hungrybox, where you see Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, the Adventure Time lads. Uh, you do see Tom and Jerry. You do see Morty. Morty, yeah, Rick and Morty. So I think this game is pretty much well leaked at this point. Um, and me being the resident Smash play, you know, I'm a huge platform fighting guy. I play Smash competitively. I go to locals. I picked up Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which I really do think is a good competitive game, whether it has longevity, uh, even a few weeks after launch here. It died. Uh, that game died rough. real quick. It's rough. It, it died quick. It's rough. That was we like need... a two days, like everybody tweeting about it. It's never yeah. come back. It's, it needs cross-play for sure. And, but Switch, does. Switch is two patches behind on, uh, on Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. So it's kind of hard to have cross-play when everyone is on a different patch. Hold, hold so, on. Nintendo doesn't... Oh, come on. Nintendo won't approve their patches. I am I am shocked Nintendo won't approve a patch on a clone of one of their most successful games. That, <laughs> that to me, doesn't sound like Nintendo at all. Nintendo, no. No. Yeah, not, yeah. not good over mm. there. But in terms of Warner Brothers, the slice screen, I got a little excited. You know, I'm all for more platform fighters in the genre. I think, you know, everyone calls them Smash clones, but they are their own type of fighting game. Like we don't, I say, we don't call Mortal Kombat a Street Fighter clone. So why do we call everything a Smash clone? You know, good call. It's, it's a different type of genre and there's room for plenty of them. I would love if PlayStation did a Smash Brothers clone with their, uh, they did. Yeah, no one bought a good it. one though. Yeah. A good one. An actual yeah. commit. Commit to it. Well, no, Sony doesn't do that either. Sony's like, <laughs> if I don't make millions in the first five seconds, we're out. Considering the Vita was amazing, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna give up on it real quick. And you're like, but, but, but why? Yet yeah, they're they're not giving up on VR. I, I I'm confused. Yeah. So the character select screen got me excited. I would love to play Tom and Jerry and go one on one with Batman. Uh, I'm interested in this dual, it's, uh, you know, tag team mechanic. Maybe it'll be something more like Dragon Ball Fighters where you get like a team and you could sub in and out. Maybe they're trying to differentiate it in that way. But uh, I'm going to throw it over to you guys. Uh, Aman, what did you think? Uh, you've seen the leaks. What, do you, what are your impressions? You're a big WB fan. Oh, yeah. As you all know, I'm a big WB fan, big DC fan. So, yeah, I'm excited to play as Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um shaggy yeah this game looks cool uh, i've never really been in into these platform um s- platform game uh, fighting games whatever you like to, whatever you call them um like i tried smash on my nintendo didn't like it at all uh, i uh, haven't tried nintendo brawl stars so can't comment on that i tried brawlhalla i hated that um so yeah it, this game is supposed to be free to play so I might check it out just because it has Batman in it. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Before I go over to you guys and get your opinions, Mayday Bomber says, the licensing and voice actors music have to cost a lot. Uh, If it's a Warner Warner Bros. game, like, it's not going to cost money. They already have these 
these characters, they already have the licensing. They could technically technically use pre-recorded voices already. They could take them from a movie, depending on the actor, depending on their contract, right? I know that was a big criticism of the Nick game because it doesn't have any voice acting or, um, you or know, characters they, that anybody cares about. Or, whoa, whoa, whoa. Red whoa, and Stimpy Main here. We, we, ta- <laughs> we, we talked, I talked about this literally just on another podcast. I'm like, Did there's you? like a five year gap of when people cared about Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And it's like five years of people that care. And that is it. Like my generation, it, we didn't have, like, it was just, it was already too late. I was in my twenties. I don't care about Nickelodeon. It is what it is. But like Warner Bros, I don't know, man. You can see behind me. Batman yeah. is a big deal in my house. And the fact that I can play Batman and there's a million different voice actors they can talk to. And they already have a voice actor from their games. Like they can just, hey, you want to do the Batman voice? Sure. Okay, cool. They don't have to. Warner Bros. don't have to go out and get all that. And then there's Shaggy and stuff. Those are not as bigger actors. They already have these cartoons. They already have the, just like Microsoft, the dump truck of money. They can just throw at everybody. But the rumor is it's a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. So that's one step that they're going to have that they can get people in. Nickelodeon should have been free-to-play. It isn't tough. People have walked on. People have walked by. I I already put the coffin. This game's dead, but Warner Bros. Game free to play. Everybody can get into it, and I think you're right, Kev. It needs to be crossplay. If it ain't crossplay, this game's dead in the water. I, mm-hmm. I just Smash has already got such a huge. And it's not for me. I played it. it it's fine. I just I don't. It just doesn't click with me. But none of these fighter games do. But if this game is crossplay you could have a hit on your hands, a huge hit. Because look at Fortnite. Fortnite lives off just skins. Yep. I, the game is terrible, but people just love spending money to make their Batman or Superman in the game. Yeah, that, that brings up a point I wanted to, because you said you know, rumor is free to play. Do we think this game would be heavily microtransaction if yes. that is the case? Then? 100%. Oh, to yeah. oblivion. Yeah, like ridiculous. Like you, we saw in the thing, right? So you, the rumor is like Harry Potter and everything's in the game, but like, Okay, you got Batman. You want Robin? It's gonna cost you ten bucks. Ooh, ten bucks. Well, I think uh, standard for fighting game is I think six dollars. Well, that might be ten US. in Canada. It's might 10 be ten in Canada. Nine ninety nine here. That's the standard for anything you're buying in those games. Ooh. So yeah, I think it will be, and I think they'll they'll give you that uh, carrot by making you think that you can get it by playing the game. When no, because it's Warner Bros. So they could even put. Someone brought up a very good point. Asked, they could put LeBron in the game if they want. Mm-hmm. I've seen like, that. It don't matter, man. So they already made a really bad LeBron game that was on Game Pass. Why not put him in this game, right? Oh, did you actually play that? I've never met anyone that's actually played it. So bad. I thought I could play it for the achievements, but I just couldn't anymore. Ooh. Uh, Garrett, Warner Brothers platform fighter. You in? Uh, slightly. If Just because it's free to play, I'll go in and make sure that uh, I main is rick and fight gandalf but uh other than that it's just another platform fighter okay like i'll give all of them a try but i just i don't have your effort watching you tires me yeah yeah. i've watched a few of your rounds it is just you make it look easy too it's sad kill me any fighting game is just practice (laughs) that's beyond practice man i mean i have like, like I have like 1300 hours on my switch and smash. Yeah. So like, it's crazy. I'm definitely there. Definitely there. Day <laughs> one. When this comes around, 
I'm worried about microtransactions. Not for skin. I'll pay for skins. I'll pay for characters. I'm worried like they throw some other sort of microtransactions. I'm worried they do it for power-ups. So like, yes. okay, for Batman. Okay, so if you want this special, like he'll come with just the Batarang. But if you want like the Batmobile or him swooping from the air or Superman to shoot out of his eyes or Harry Potter, look, he's, he's, he's limitless. Which spell do you want? What, you want to pay for that spell? Because you are. Gandalf, you're going to pay for his spells? He's got a healing spell to start and then he's got nothing else. He's going to definitely have the smoke with the dragon and all that. Going to pay for that. How else? If it's free to play, they have to. Mm -hmm. I hope they don't go that hard. That I think that would drive the fighting game community away for sure. Yeah, because didn't Street Fighter try that? And you guys were like, <laughs> no. Yeah, Street Fighter not well received last time around. But Street Fighter wasn't free to play. That's true. So this it's different. People have different expectations. Like, uh, that, that's what I'm saying about Battlefield 2042. The game's costing money and it's trash. But Halo, it plays fun already in the flights and it's free. Free to play games, we have different expectations. Hence the reason Fortnite is popular. Would anybody actually pay for that game? No. No, exactly. I don't play it when it's free. <laughs> I'm, but I'm but a lot of people, but a lot of people play it, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it has a better chance at free to play. And hey, throw it on, throw it on Game Pass or PlayStation Plus week one. Pick one. Just pick one. And I throw said it that there. about the Nick. The Nick game should have been crossplay at launch 100%. and launched in the Game Pass. You're not wrong. And it would have been huge. And to be honest, if the the Evo community is what with with Sony, Sony owns it now. Yeah. yeah. Then this game sounds has PlayStation Plus written all over it. To say, hey, it's going to be free to play, but if you get it on PlayStation Plus, you get this, this, and this. You get a whole like character pack right off the bat. I wouldn't be surprised. They, I mean, they have Guilty Gear locked down, which is huge in the fighting game community. I mean, they had they had Street Fighter locked down last gen, right? And I mean, everyone plays fighting games on PlayStation. Like that's the console if you're going to play yep. fighting games. Which is why I, when Nick came out, was like support fighting games on Xbox. Like if you want more games, like even if you don't. It should have been free. I agree. They did sell it for $40 pre-order, which still. is still too much. That game is very bare bones. Um, luckily, I got it free. But still, most people are going to look at that game and be like, $40 is too much. If it yeah. launched in a Game Pass, they'd be like, I just got to download it. I'm going to download it and play it. And if it's fun, it didn't cost me. Anything. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. And, you know, there's, there's moves that people need to make for their games to succeed, especially these type of games yeah and now that we're used to stuff like that like we we're used to free to plays like war zones and fortnites and now we're used to stuff like game pass and playstation plus like, let's be real that's what sony has like mm -hmm. this this month next month they got kingdoms of amalar i'm gonna play it i'm gonna play that game i remember it from before yeah. i didn't buy it now i'm gonna play it so game pass will get you in like put choose choose which console you want to go to and give one of them something special and you might you might Look at Fall Guys. I still say it doesn't go on PlayStation right off the bat or Rocket League, and we have it a dies. different conversation. Yeah, it dies 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if it launched into Game Pass, I think people would just see it like, oh, this is just some like weird indie game. Like, no, it comes to Game Pass now, which it should, still waiting for it to even come in general. Then maybe it gets a little bump in the player base. But if it launched into Game Pass, it probably would have been overshadowed by some other games instead of PS Plus, where you get to pick from three free games and or I think it might've been two at that point. I don't think PlayStation five was even out. So it's like, here's your free offering. Of course you're going to try it. Like it's a free, your free game for the month.
Yeah, and as long as the gameplay's there, people will like it because sometimes a free game doesn't work, like that race car game, whatever thing with the fighting and the stuff that PlayStation put out. That game was trash. Like, it was just bad. Destruction All-Stars. Yeah, that's, it was so bad. Was. So bad. And unfortunately, that can happen. Like, some games just can't be saved. It's funny now that we look at games and we're like, oh, that's a Game Pass game. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Look at Outriders. Outriders was a Game Pass game that was a Game Pass game. Like, it was just <laughs> nothing there. Don't I know it. Inventory you, wipe. Right. You here. know what I mean? Like, it's just not a good... They didn't put out that that's a game. I guarantee they wait a year and put that out a year later and you have a fantastic video game there, but they didn't. I agree. Good, good, good insight right there. Uh, we're going to, we're going to move it along though. Story number three. Uh, and it's another rumor and it may be the strangest rumor I've ever read guys. Uh, it's a Wu-Tang clan themed action RPG codenamed Shaolin. It's apparently in the works uh, and it's a partnership with Xbox. So the rumor details are that it's a third-person RPG with melee-oriented combat, four-player co-op campaign with a rich endgame and seasonal content, and the soundtrack will be provided by the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, Aman, I don't know if you're familiar with the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> it might be a little little past you, but... Uh, you, I'm uh, familiar with <laughs> I know that they're, yeah. We don't have much details to go on. Obviously, action RPG... But this is strange, right? Like, I'm not the only one that read this and was like, this yeah. is the weirdest thing I've this read. This was weird, yeah. Could be the coolest Well, when you mentioned ever. that in the topics, is like, right? I was then. also thinking that. Like, I was thinking, like, some Afro Samurai, Samurai Jack fusion thing going on. Yeah, with like a uh, little uh, Quentin Tarantino vibe with it. Yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Was, well, that's, like... that's the, the RZA. And the, like, come on. That's, that's his thing, right? It's definitely going to be almost like if they can do what Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Tsushima did, and have the black and white so you can still go back and forth if you wanted to because like in ghost i replayed it on black and white and it was just oh unbelievable but a a, a wu-tang soundtrack would be the best gaming soundtrack ever the game awards oh jeff keely's just gonna be like <laughs> let the wu-tang clan do the whole thing xbox had what all for one now they got the wu-tang clan they're killing it <laughs> uh garrett you were you were going there uh what were you what were you saying Oh no! I he we just sort of riffed off one another. He completed my tangent for me. It's going to be amazing if, like, yeah, Wu Tang, go killer bees on the swarm. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. It's my generation. Like Wu Tang yeah. in there too. Oh, yeah, right? you got to think about speeches, it. Not just the soundtrack. Oh, hundred percent. Like we need like get method. Method Man needs to be yeah, a right? character that you go to to like learn from. And he like talks to you. It's all like, oh my god! The, no, he the, the Wu Tang like, Clan should be the... like some big path, and he'll just say motivational quotes, and you can like follow him through like the oh, mist yeah. and sunrise or something. Yeah, and then yeah. you could have like each member of the Wu Tang Clan like inspected, like all of them. They're in there, and they're all like the sensei that you're gonna learn a new moves from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. See, now I'm hyped for it. I've just hyped myself up. <laughs> <He's just gonna laughs> uh, I want to, since it is your generation, do you think that this will appeal to the younger generation? Yes. Like Xbox yeah. is, I, I, I'll say this over and over and over again. Um, my generation, this is not to like slight anybody, is that has the most disposable income right now, is the one spending all the money. Um, Xbox has done a very good job at gearing their console to my generation. Um, they, 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 I'm, I'm of generation X, but I'm like at the very end, but I still get to be like generation yeah. X, you know, it's a great name, but technically every, all my friends are millennials. Mm -hmm. Xbox is geared towards millennials. PlayStation it, is geared towards younger gamers. Agree. 
And this game right here just says millennials all over. There's a reason like they brought it back battle toads. Halo is huge. Halo, yeah. everything about Xbox is, you know, uh, uh, Wabo always jokes. Xbox is for boomers. It's just, it is what it is. Well, he jokes boomers a lot older, but he calls me yeah, a boomer. Yeah. Cause like, oh. you know, <laughs> Wabo's a dweeb. It is what it is. Um, but they're smart. They're gearing it towards the people that are going to buy this game and they're going to buy it for their kids. So, you know, that's why Nintendo does so well. Because my generation is like, well, all right, fine. I'll give you $90 for Zelda, even if it's the one that I bought like 10 years ago. Like, who are we kidding? I'll give you the money. The game's trash. It was bad the first time. But you know what? It might be good this time. Nope, still <laughs> bad. But I paid you. Whatever. It's Nintendo. Mm. Like, my generation will always and always and always spend money on Nintendo. And then PlayStation is going to be that. And then there will be something else that comes along. But if you're going to bring out a game like this, yeah, that's why I still don't understand how we haven't got a good Ninja Turtles game like or Transformers. Ugh. Like, There's a reason all the movies right now, look at it, Ghostbusters. Look what's coming out in the movie theaters. They want my generation to take their kids to that movie. They know I'm going to go see it. Like, If we don't get a Goonies in the next little bit, I'll be shocked. Goonies. <laughs> well, think about it. Batman 89 is in the new Flash movie. Yeah. Uh, right behind me you got a batman 89 poster you got batman 80, like i've got tons of batman stuff I, my computer screen is batman 89 and then they just dropped this movie i never would have saw a flash movie but you i'm sure sh poop i'm gonna go to that movie oh that's i'm a millennial i'm 28 so oh yeah I, you're into yeah. you're all over it yeah i the flash i'm like hell yeah i'm there the flash my favorite superhero let's go but and you're then, batman too like batman yeah, yeah was, i've seen yeah. yeah yeah i i watched yeah i watched 89 batman growing up i watched all the batmans growing up because they're like you're a kid this is what like batman is right now so well, yeah millennials and gen x is the one who has the money it's, it's just unfortunately we got to look at it like that there's no way of ever looking at anything else they're looking to get money they do everything to make a profit that's the way the world go around and just like Apple. Apple sells to Gen Xers better than anybody out there. Like, they're just so darn smart. And Gen Xers tell their parents to buy Apple. And that's why Apple is successful. Go after the money. And Xbox is doing... This game right here is going after the money. It's smart. Can't can't disagree. And we have Game Pass. If it's a partnership, yeah. it'll go into Game Pass. Look so. at All for One. It's just All for One is like a, a hit right there. Paris was losing his mind. I was losing my mind. Because we grew up with that music. And they just put it in an Xbox commercial. Yeah, and that probably went over the heads of a lot of children. But the people buying the consoles, yeah, you're, you're opening my eyes here. Open my eyes here. Uh, anyone else got anything on the Wu-Tang Clan before we uh, transition here? Nothing other than it sounds cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, all right, we'll head over to uh, story number four. And that is Xbox Records record first quarter. Coming from Rebecca Valentine at IGN, quote, Microsoft has reported its earnings for quarter one of fiscal year 2022 and, quote, gaming revenue for the quarter was up $501 million or 16% from the same period last year. According to Rebecca, that puts this year's quarter one at $3.6 billion compared to the 3.1 quarter one fiscal year 21. Uh, quote, these gains are by and large driven by Xbox hardware sales, which were up 166% from the same quarter last year. However, it is important to note quarter one last year had not yet seen the release of Series X and S consoles. And quote, Xbox content services revenue was nearly flat, only up 2% from last quarter. Uh, we don't have to go on about the financials very long. I did just want to bring it up because this is great 
for the Xbox brand. I think people today, uh, Daniel Amato over on Twitter, we're now estimating Xbox Series X and S is around 8 million. And we know PlayStation 5 just hit 13 million. So while PlayStation's still outselling Xbox, it's a lot more competitive this generation than last generation for sure. Yeah, um, and, and with with December coming around and November, like I know you, Forza's not for you, but Forza's still going to put if the console was available that's the worst part like q2 is going to show us a lot but like the console is not available to even buy mm -hmm. but they're looking at game pass is the console right because you can play xbox anywhere you can play it on your pc you can play it on your phone so they're going to try and sell you this service and i think you're going to get a small bump from forza but at christmas time the amount of kids that are going to get game pass ultimate for christmas it's going to be crazy that could, that can be a gift itself here's game pass ultimate for the year yeah, yeah, and Xbox also expensive. have the advantage this um, this holiday season because like they have two big releases coming up, and PlayStation has nothing. So, and you just have to buy a service; you don't have to buy the game. Exactly. Like Grandma and Grandpa don't have to go to you know GameStop; they can just be like, "Oh, I just have to give you, you know, pay for the service. Here's the money. You pay for Game Pass for the year. That's it. Exactly. Like that's all they have to do to get you a gift. They don't have to go to a brick and mortar store this time." So that's a huge hurdle that just went, they stepped right over and they know what Microsoft is when they're not going like, what's this Sony? I got, like, they don't know what a PlayStation is. The kid can be like, oh, it's Microsoft. They're like, oh, Windows? They're like, yeah, whatever. Just get me it Game Pass. Yeah, just matter. give me Game Pass. Garrett, you were going to say something? You and Amon kind of uh, talked over each other. Oh, sorry. It was just coughing up a lung. Um, where was I? No, I, I think it's great, but I don't really care too much about the console sales until, like uh, he was saying, that uh, until we start seeing units sit on shelves in quantity, mm -hmm. right? Because, like, I think it's just the sales numbers are going to represent which brand is pushing out more consoles at the time, right? Yeah. Who's so until we get a couple years down the line, but uh, I want to see who has, like, more interesting numbers with like active player base because like yeah or playstation does have a lot more consoles sold but how many are sitting in scalpers garages yeah i still think the play that i'll give a great example actually because nhl 22 the, the community is complaining that on xbox they have no one to play with really yeah but yeah when they turn on their playstation they're always matching up so yeah, i sure. still think that x playstation does, as much as i love my xbox i still think the playstation has the bigger player base right now but I think this generation could be a lot like the 360 generation where Xbox 360 was, oh my God, like they overtook it. Like it was just mm -hmm. unbelievable. But then PlayStation 3 brought it Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3 and they took it in the end. Now, mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest tests will be how many people go to Xbox when Halo comes out. Halo is 100% one of the biggest games in the last 20 years. We'll see what happens. I've yeah, but year over year, it's going to be like what we got uh, Starfield next year. Then, oh yeah, no, I think they're going to take it once again. Ooh. Bethesda, wait, what, what market are you gearing towards your games? Millennials and Gen Xers play Bethesda yeah. games. We all have this feeling about Quake and Doom that younger kids like just couldn't give a rat's patootie about. Like, why would they care about Quake and Doom? They wouldn't care if they brought out Quake. 
Jesus, all the PlayStation people were like, who cares? But half the people on Xbox would lose their minds if they rebrought out Quake. I would. I don't even like. I with the I nine inch like nail Doom. sign track. You could also you could also <laughs> have Indiana Jones. You know um, exactly. Once again, yeah. that's a perfect that's a perfect example of something that's geared towards millennials and Gen Xers. A game about Indiana Jones. That is so interesting. And I then never PlayStation's that, going that. for like Marvel stuff, which is again more with the MCU, more of the current. You know exactly. It's everything. PlayStation's exactly. going Marvel's. Marvel's amazing, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um. If, if, I, I, people say they don't need it, but if Xbox could get Warner Bros. Oh, that's that a monster that right that there. Oh, Please, Xbox, get DC, get Batman, get Superman, yeah. get Flash, and not even for get Wonder that. Woman. Like, I think it's about the tech. Like, think about uh, the... Nemesis system, Nem- yes. The yeah, Nemesis no, very good point. Yeah. Mad Max. In a, a Bethesda game. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god. god! Good point. They would get the Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Imagine, even though yep. I, I'm the one clamoring for clamoring for just give me Ubisoft Plus, just, just throw it in there. Just, <laughs> make the just give it to me. <sighs> Anyways, but yeah, it, I think you make a, a good point, Garrett. Uh, if we're if we're going back, it, all consoles are flying off the shelves right now. Yep. Uh, occasionally, yeah. I'll see Series S sitting in Walmart, but like it's not going to be there the next day when I go. But if I go back, like oh, Series S is selling. I saw like a PS5 in the wild twice now. I haven't seen any other consoles. And like either time, it just like run over to the debit machine to make sure I got enough cash on me. Because yes, I'm still one of those types. Mind you, Karen, and, uh, I, I, I think we do get, uh, we're luckier here in Canada from what I'm understanding. It's easier to get okay. consoles here. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen a PlayStation 5 in the wild. I've seen like four Series S's. Um, I've never I seen a never Series seen X. PS5. I've seen the display cases. They have two at Best Buy, two PS5s <laughs> sitting in display cases. And I was like, who would sell those? Like, why'd you put them in there? But I, I digress. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting once they are readily available. People can just walk in, buy them. Then we'll see how close this generation actually is going to be in terms of sales. But we're, we're not going to harp on about numbers uh, too long. Uh, we're, we're winding down the stories here. Uh, story number five. And it's another rumor. Lots of rumors this week. Uh, it also comes from Jeff Grubb, who loves giving us rumors. Uh, he's given us details about Project Belfry. Uh, Jeff Grubb says that the game is similar to Dragon's Crown, a side-scrolling action game. It has Princess Mononoke vibes. I think I pronounced that right. Uh, which means the art style is similar to Studio uh, Ghibli. Ghibli. Uh, will be a massive world with a Belfry Tower, which is a medieval-style tower, for those that don't know. Uh, that will act as your home base. You establish settlements in the world that funnel back resources to craft items, weapons. We also got more information from Windows Central, who confirms that Stoic Studios, the team behind the Banner Saga, will be developing the game. I don't have much to say about this, because I don't know any of these games. I've Same. never played I got a nothing. single I'm game out. on this list. Garrett and Imam, have you played Dragon's no. Crown? Have you Never. played No. Fantasy <laughs> Saga, I know a little <laughs> bit about. I believe it was like... I never played it myself. My older brother did, but I believe it was like the framework for what Terraria is now. I can't even comment. I don't... I've never yeah. heard of these games, but I saw people on Twitter like going off about it, being like, that's awesome. Banner Saga is awesome. I'm like, you guys have played these it's, games? Waba would the love this. Thing? It's a dweeby thing. It's a dweeb thing. The only yeah. thing I've heard from what you just said, I, I understood from what you just said, was Studio Ghibli. That's the only thing <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with. Yeah, but let's uh, change it up a bit. Let's say there is 
if you fused Ori in the Blind Forest, Terraria, with a Studio Ghibli art style. Boom. There's your game for you. Okay, that sounds sick. That sounds sick. Not for me, but I'm, I'm, you know, these rumors are always hard to report on because they're just feeding us little details, and it's like, okay, what's the actual game though? Like, what does it look like? What you can you can compare it to other stuff all the time, but me knowing there's a giant tower as your home base, and that it's gonna look like some anime art style, I don't. It's not for me. It's a side scroller, so everything's a tower. Don't even matter to me. If it goes up, it's a tower, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to harp on about that one, guys. I don't think we have much to say about it. I'm just putting it out there. If you're interested, go look up the Banner Saga. Uh, you can see what you might be getting into uh, from that studio. But we're going to finish off our stories here and the episode with one final little little piece of news. Uh, and we're going to talk about Halo some more, but not Halo Infinite. We're going to talk about the 360. Uh, because if you're not aware halo games on xbox 360 servers will be shut down in january uh they were originally scheduled to be shut down in december but has been delayed until january 13th 2022 so that means if you're still on xbox 360 playing the following games halo reach halo 4 halo 3 odst combat evolved anniversary spartan assault and halo wars you will no longer be able to play those after january 13th uh you may wonder, why does this matter? Why am I bringing this up? Who, who's still on the Xbox 360? And that's a great question. But I bring this up because it, it feeds into a larger topic that we've seen throughout this year about online services shutting down. We've had PlayStation shutting down online stores. Uh, I know Splinter Cell, you can't go play those online because those online servers were shut down. At what point do is it okay to shut down servers of old? And... Should they be kept up? What, what are you thinking, Court? It you can play this game on any Xbox console. Just get get an get an X, get an S, and a one. Like it's fifteen years, man. Like it's okay. Like I understood people getting mad about the Vita because the Vita is, is you know it, it only is the Vita. But if you're still holding on to your Xbox 360, let me know, man. Like I'll give you the hundred dollars to go out and buy a different console. Like it, just get a different console. Like you could just yes. get last gen go out and get an s like are you kidding me and just go out and get an s like the, i'm sorry um for the for the five people still playing halo and the other five that are still playing fifa on it um sorry i don't feel bad it's time to move on yeah garrett aman you have a different take um games? i 100 agree with cord there yeah Courts yeah, right I mean, on the console server shutting down, but game servers should live on forever. Even see, like even if you can't afford uh, Series S or Series X, there's cloud. You can play it on yeah. your phone. You just have to pay fifteen dollars a month. You know, yeah. So. It, and the game's available, right? We have the Master Chief collection. collection. It's it's not like they're what game are they still supporting besides Halo? And it's probably FIFA because it's mm-hmm. the the biggest game in the world. So other than that. Like, there's not much there. Like, I'm sure they have the numbers. I'm sure there's, you know, a hundred people around the world still on that server. And I would think it's a cybersecurity issue to keep those legacy servers like up because it's just money. It's money's the issue. Yeah. Let's be real here. It's just money. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I also don't think 343 wants to spend their time worrying about those when they're managing Master Chief Collection 
Oh, um, I'm, I'm sure Xbox is managed. Microsoft's got those servers for them. <laughs> three, four, three. Don't have to worry about nothing. It's just <laughs> money. I it, it's cost analysis, right? It no longer it's no longer profitable. It makes no sense. Have a nice day. Uh, Garrett, I kind of interrupted you. You got anything else to say? Oh no, I was done. All right. Uh, I mean, little, little ending on a whimper there. I mean, the news stories weren't very exciting to end off, but wanted everyone to know in case you're still playing for some reason, go buy an Xbox One. Uh, you can probably trade in a Switch game and get Seriously. half the cost uh, at GameStop. So head start on over. a GoFundMe page. Yeah, <laughs> your friends will your friends will find you. But that's where we're going to end the show today, guys. Uh, Court, thank you so much for coming. Thank on. you for having me. Uh, we hope you had a, a good time. Uh, obviously, would have liked a few more exciting news stories, but we work with what we got. All good. Uh, can you let everyone know where they can find you one more time? You can find me on YouTube, Assemble XP. Uh, we even just under Assemble XP now on uh, on on the YouTube, and then uh, Three Dads in a Console and Assemble XP on your podcast services. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Court Lalonde. Great, everyone, please go check him out. Uh, Aman, where can they find you? You're on mute. mute. He's on mute. You're you muted. can find him on mute. I did it again. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can okay, find you me on Twitter. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Aman underscore M zero five. And Garrett, where can they find you? Twitter and gamer score is Wayworn G. Uh, message me up. Let's play some games. And you can find me at the Muffin Mon. My tag is right here in the show. Uh, until next week, we will see you guys. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it.